Yo, how's it going, indie wrestling fans? Welcome to Indie Handshake. I am your host, Jesus Cruz, and today I am joined by Crazy Kyle and Little Haystacks, the Haystacks brother from Southern California. And I remember seeing you guys, meeting you guys in 19, 1999 and 2000 for Kirk White and Big Time Wrestling. How you guys been, man? Good, man. Been real good. Uh, I've been out of it for, for a minute now, man, for at least 10, no, 15 years. And my body yeah. tore up from it. <laughs> yeah. and what about he, you he Kyle? Did longer than me <laughs> right so far so good yeah. doing good just uh yeah i got the normal wrestling aches and pains from, from yeah. all those orders you know what i'm saying that's it yeah yeah it was always fun watching you guys up here in norcal man because you guys uh, started doing some like hardcore stuff when hardcore was barely starting to take off you know the whole ecw era so it was kind of fun to see that uh, but first, let's start off, you know, uh, Lil Haystacks, we can start off with you. How did you get interested in pro wrestling, and how did you guys find about wrestling in your area? So my uh, my uncle, Bob Bradley Sr., he did it for a lot of years, and uh, he was known as Dr. Dream. And then my cousin, Bob Bradley Jr., he was uh, Rob Van Dam's tag team partner. He was, uh, he was training, and so one day I just went in there, my mom took me in there, and I just started training with him at 17 Arena. And then I think I was 14, yeah, when I started, and I had my first match when I was 15. So that's how I got involved, because my family's already in, into it. Right, right. It's got to be the same for you, right, Kyle? Uh, no, it was a little different for me. I, I, I had attended a WWF show in uh, the Orange Show, and uh, I think the main event that night was uh, Bam Bam versus Bret Hart in a steel cage or whatever, and then I was a huge wrestling fan all the way up to that point. I always wanted to be involved in it, but then I, at that night in the parking lot they were handing out flyers for an outlaw wrestling show it was called outlaw wrestling which was what he was talking about um with bobby's dad and uh, dr dream and uh rudy black still he just passed away god rest his soul and uh but anyways he handed me the flyer for that and then uh, i went down to the san Bernardino arena because he said he was going to train me i went down there and then i met great goliath who had a big part in both of our training and Bobby, and then uh, that was how I got started. So that, you know, being trained by Goliath was a legend, because I was the same guy that trained Jesse Fernandez. Okay. And then yeah. how was how was training? Like, you guys came from watching wrestling as fans to actually doing it. How was that process? Like, uh, you know, tell us a little bit how the, how the training was. It was hard, man. It, you, you, man, we, we rolled and tumbled for days before we even did anything else. Running up and down the bleachers with people on our backs. Man, it was Horrible. Shoulders. Yeah, oh, man, that was so bad. What year was this? Oh, shit, 89, maybe? Okay. Yeah, about 1989, yeah, 14. Yeah, we used to, on Saturdays, have, like, man, eight-hour workouts, I think. It was forever. Oh, that's all I remember. There was, like, about 30 30 students in there. Everyone just tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. That's all you did, especially if you're new, green. Oh, man, that's all you did. Yeah. Before you did anything. Arena ring wasn't very nice to you either. That ring was so stiff. It was built into the ground. I mean, it was a boxing ring. It was a boxing ring that, you know, and it didn't really give at all. So, like, when you landed on that ring, it felt like somebody was <laughs> slamming you on the floor upstairs or something. Yeah. So, how many how many different trainers did you have? You guys trained down there in SoCal area. Uh, so, it was Goliath, Jesse Hernandez, uh, my cousin. My cousin was 90% of me. Uh training uh, my uncle and uh who else am i missing oh bill anderson was around oh uh, you were ken farber 
Yeah, oh yeah, there you go, Kevin Barber. Here, Kevin, Kevin. And then the other guy, Rudy Blacksteel. Yeah. Actually, that's the reason why I got into wrestling. So I used to get punked in school all the time. And my mom said, you know what? You're going to do your uncles. So I, he, she stuck me over there. Then my uncle said, yeah, go with Rudy. He was a biker man and uh, <laughs> hardcore man. Freaking, he'd kick anyone's ass. And he freaking started training me. Started having me slap, slapping the wall for like hours at a time, man. My hands used to hurt so bad. Just slapping the wall. Oh, and then, uh, that's it. Next year, I started watching my cousin, all them uh, at shows. And I said, I'm going to start doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right in. Ugh. But it was all real. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like all at work. Like, like when yeah. you got at the ring with these guys at training and stuff, they would beat the shit out of us. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Were you allowed to cut? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like literally, they beat the shit out of us. Like, I mean, you thought you were getting through there. I mean, and so that was if they were happened to be there. But like most of the time with Goliath, he he barely spoke any English, so oh, yeah, it was all like body language, you know. But he totally yeah. taught us like lucha libre. Like we were learning like American style. We were learning, you know, Spanish, Mexican, Mexican style, right, right, so completely different. And that seems to be like a, a theme down there in SoCal. And obviously because of the proximity to the border, because, you know, the, the Ballard brothers uh, had, had a similar uh, hmm. uh, start, you know, do, doing Lucha Libre. And we'll get into your Lucha stuff that yeah. you guys did. Um, yeah. But um, so tell us about your first matches. Like uh, I just found yeah. out, you know, Low Haystacks told me that his first match was the one I sent him from uh, Bay yeah. Area Wrestling up here with Woody Farmer. Yeah. Woody. Woody Farmer your yeah. very first match was already on television. Tell us about that experience. The, that was I was 15 and my cousin was totally against it. He goes, No, you're not going up there. So I kind of did it behind his back one day. Uh the Spanish hitman, Frankie <clears> Valdez, <throat> he was like the booker for down here to take guys up there. So he go, he called me up one night. He goes, Hey, you want to go up here tomorrow uh and be on TV your first match, whatever? I said, Yeah, let's do it. So I didn't tell my cousin, he was pissed, man. He goes, Man, you're not supposed to be doing you only been doing this shit a year. What the hell are you doing? I said, I don't know. Frankie asked me, so I did it. But that was it was an experience. So that started going every week or every other week. I started I went up there a couple of times. That's when I met Chris Jericho. He just started, and yeah. uh, he was up there with me uh, my first time. And that was and that was his first te televised match in California. Yes, yes. Uh, he was a real super nice guy back then, man. I don't know about after oh, that. Cool. I never talked to him, but he was a nice guy. Yeah. I, I, or that was yeah. May Young kicked the shit out of me. He came in on one of those matches one time and kicked the shit out of me. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this lady's for real. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually working right now. I'm working right now on a Bay Area wrestling documentary. And a lot of the interviews from guys like Shane Cody and them, they're like, yeah, oh. Mae Young used to beat the yeah. shit out of us. Man. <laughs> she didn't give a shit, man. Yeah, that lady will kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. What, what, about you, uh, what about you, Kyle? What was your first match experience? Oh, um, my first match was a, a tag team match. Uh, I had to train. Um, basically, it was pretty much almost every day for six months straight. And uh, sometimes it would take longer, sometimes it, not normally quicker. It would always take longer because Goliath made you pay your dues before you got your match. But uh, I started seeing Mike's name on the flyers. But anyways, it ended up being uh, me and Goliath was my tag team partner, which was that was awesome. You know, I was my, you know, first tag team partner was a legend and uh, it was against El Sagrado and, oh, God, what was that? oh, man, oh, I know. It, if it, yeah, if it comes to you, just let me El, know later. El Poo Poo. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one titty guy, he had one tit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, called, he's called the octopus. 
little Mexican uh, pulpo. Guy. Pulpo? Yeah, El Pupo, yeah. El Pupo. Yes, yes, that was him. Exactly. <laughs> so it was El Pupo and uh, Sagrado against me and Goliath. So that was my first match. What was your name? What was your gimmick? Adam, what was your gimmick? What was your gimmick? Freaking the American Renegator. Shit. Oh. <laughs> man, we used to wrestle him all the time, man. Me, him, my cousin, then uh, Jason Castro. We all used to go down there on Saturdays. I think we made like 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Goliath Man shows and, and we used to gig and everything. Man, we used to go all out for like 20 people. What city, <laughs> uh, what's, where, what city would he run in? Uh, San Bernardino Arena. San Bernardino. Oh, okay. oh, and they also had the same arena they used to in Bakersfield. Oh, okay. It was like the same owner, the same design, everything. Right, right. You're talking right. about the you're talking about the dome. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, oh, yeah Baker's, Bakersfield Dome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I guess when they had the territories back in the day, that's where they used to hit these little arenas like that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, tell us about the name. Uh, the well, they called you guys little haystacks, and then haystacks, haystack brothers. Yeah. So how how did that gimmick come about, and who gave it to you? So I was wrestling as uh, Tiny Tot. I was like a big baby or whatever you know one day we're at training and i'm sitting on the apron and jesse hernandez looks just looking at me i go dude what's up man he goes i got a gimmick for you brother you're gonna be you have to uh, haystack Calhoun. you're gonna be called little haystacks I was, all right let's do it and so uh he actually taught me we signed uh like a i wrote a letter out to myself and it sent it to me so it was copyrighted or whatever and so mm-hmm. i started doing all that i was wrestling his little haystacks and he came up adam comes he goes hey man we should be tacti partners we should be like Haystack Brothers. I was like, all right, let's do it. Because we live together. We're roommates. And then we started from there, man. That's when we, everything took off after that. Right, everything. right, right. And I wrestled for NWC, TC, uh, when he was running as, I think, Wayne Young or Wayne Bradley or something like that. And then uh, when Jesse switched me over to Little Haystacks, uh, that's when I was getting a lot of airtime. I always got beat. Right. I never won. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That's still cool, though. It was good work. Yeah, and then once yeah. we became tacti partners, then then we started really lucha big time. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about after after you know um, working SoCal. Tell us about some of the other places that you ventured out to. How did you start venturing out to NorCal? I mean, I know Wayne, you said you came with Bobby and yeah. Spanish Hitman, but afterwards for Kirk White, how did you make that connection? Uh, well, I was up for TC again in WC when they switched over to Sacramento. So uh, I remember we were sitting at a t- I was sitting at a table and. The other guy that ran up there, right next to Kirk. Who was that? Is that all Roland. pro wrestling? Roland? Roland, right? Yeah. He came up to me. He goes, hey, man, uh, you think maybe one time we can, like, uh, we'll have you come over to our shows? And uh, he, he, to be honest, he said, like, I could give you, like, 25 bucks, man. I said, no, nah, I'm good, bro. And I was making a couple hundred from TC at the time or whatever. And I was like, no, nah, I'm doing for 25 bucks. He's like, oh, come on, man. And I was like, no. Nah. And then uh, uh, Kirk came up right after him. And Kurt and Kurt said, "Give me like probably whatever TC was paying me. I think Kurt paid me. He took care of us all the time, man. He was a good guy, dude. He straight never did us wrong. Yeah, never right had to worry on. about nothing with him. And then, uh, so then I was up there. And then he Adam started coming. That's when we started tag team. That's right when we started Haystacks, I think. No, we started Haystacks in Compton. In Compton? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. For the Mexican yeah. guys." So working out, tell us tell us some of your uh, favorite uh, uh, matches and stories from Big Time Wrestling. Actually, let me tell you this real quick. I was talking to Jason Styles yesterday, mm-hmm. 
and I told him I was interviewing and you guys and he goes, oh man, I love those guys. And he wanted to know that was this was his question. He wanted to know how come you guys always tried new moves on him, like because <laughs> he would let us. Yeah, <laughs> he would let us. He was so good. He just didn't like right. our moves. That was all. It wasn't necessarily new. He just didn't like it. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> he like, said there was a point. Where, yeah. At, at one point, he said like, "Yeah, they told me sure though. Hey, we never tried this before. We just thought, we just thought about this on the drive up here." <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that was. Man, he was, I, I love working with him. I do not care. Love, man, I would I would get hit stiff him so hard he would never hit me back. Never give it back. <laughs> but when he was teaming with Rosano, Rosano would. Oh, and so that's what we needed to be out of We like to be tight because that's what we were taught. And right. and Jason was back in feathers. Like, come on, man, hit me. Please hit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so fun. Because yeah, he would barely touch you, and then he'd be like, oh. <laughs> Is that bad? Like, dude, you bro. <laughs> so you guys, you guys work the hardcore style a lot. Is it something that you guys always wanted to do, or is it just because it was popular at the time? Yeah, it's popular. We kind of just fell into it. People just it wanted good. us to do that. We were, we we wrestled. I mean, we were trained to wrestle. Like, I mean, we we can work like wrestle wise, but like every time, like when we went to Mexico, for instance, playing with that one time when we did that show in Monterey, and then that guy goes, oh. Oh, well, yeah. We want you guys to get crazy because, like, we were killing people for WPW, you know, in uh, California. Yeah, like we were having crazy matches there, and that—that's what they wanted. But we were trying to keep it more technical, so they didn't think we were just pieces of crap that didn't know how to work, you know. And right. then they got mad at us and said, "No, we want you guys to hit these guys with chairs and shit." And we were like, "Oh, okay, yeah. no problem." <laughs> that's when they threw us in a cage with Damien and Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, that was a freaking freaking fight. Yeah, Those guys yeah. down there, man. Every, every I have not met one Mexican that was besides Mysterio, so that we didn't have to fight for. They're earning yeah. their respect. Yeah, they were bad, freaking man. all of them, man. They, they, they were stiff as no matter what. Every every yeah. superstar, everything. Before before we dive into Mexico, let's just go back to big time wrestling real quick. Uh, Kyle, tell us about the time that you uh, got to wrestle Al Snow. How was that? Man, that was awesome. Like he he was great. I was mad at Wayne because. <laughs> The whole way up there, Wayne told me I was wrestling some, I don't know who, he goes, I don't even know this guy's name, Kirk told me he's like some, a new guy, and just, you know, it's going to be la da 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 I was just like, what? And I was like, man, you wouldn't do that to us, he's usually puts up somebody good. And then, uh, I get there, and then he, and then he's like, yeah, you're getting to work out tonight, and I was just like, really? So I was kind of pissed at him, but Al thought I was mad at him. And he fucking looks at me in the in the locker room and he and I looked at him and I wasn't mad dog or nothing, but I just looked at him and he goes, You look pissed off, bro. He goes, I don't know. You know, and I was like, No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I nothing turned. I go, This is gonna be fine, I promise you. Cause he thought I was like gonna stiff him or something. I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't mad at this guy because he lied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he uh, I'll tell you this too. He gave me a chair shot, man, uh during the match. It was just to the back. But dude, that rattled every bone in my body, man. But it was so clean. I it was a total pleasure to wrestle out. Yeah. Really yeah. And how about uh, uh going back to TC Martin days? Uh, what were some of the bigger matches you guys worked there? The best match ever was us for Bobby and Rob Van Dam. That was it. That was the man, one. that thing was off though. They they just got back from all Japan and we were just starting to kick off, man. We were, we just came back from Mexico yeah, we and we ready. just all went at it. That's the hardest I've ever been hit with a chair in my life was from Rob Van Dam. I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to die. It was a packed house, too, man. That place was so ready, man. It just – we were ready. <laughs> there was fire. There was, there was everything. They were throwing everything at us. We were throwing everything at them. 
He's like, oh, thanks for leaving us something, guys. <laughs> he's like, you guys are taking this shit to the curb. Like, it was like the third match. No, but like, we killed it. We were we proud of it. Was good. That, that was the best good. match ever. I, I, I think that's probably our best match ever. Never seen it. And it's in, it's in, the, it's in the vault somewhere, huh? Yeah, he won't no. give it up. <laughs> I know TC has it. Yeah. I know that match would have been something on something. You know, it would have been like, oh, you know, I mean, that would have had to have been something on independence for being a good match yeah. that year. You know, it would have, it would they, have they just got back too, top. man. They just uh, got back from all Japan. Yeah, yeah. Were, we had we had TC Martin actually on this show, so maybe we can hit him up and, and see what's up. Yeah. We hit him up plenty of times, but if you have any luck, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's so, helped me with a lot of superstars too. Yeah, uh, I, I, there were squash matches, but I didn't care. I wrestled a lot of superstars for him, right, and right, uh, right. even the midgets. Yeah, that was fun. I don't like. And then, so um, you know, obviously your connection to Mexico is probably from Goliath, and uh, so how was how was working Mexico the first time? How was the how was the crowd reaction? And how were the other workers reaction towards you guys? Uh, so. Uh, I can't thank him enough. Mysterio so took us down there, put us underneath his wing, and freaking we were down there. We we wrestled Tijuana one one night, then we take off and fight and and wrestle oh, like two times. What? Our first our first match in the auditorium. I don't remember that. It was the Predator and Mr. Tempest. Remember when we remember beat that. him for the belt and the no. referee screwed up the finish, and like we weren't supposed to win the belt, right? But the huh? referee screwed up the finish. <laughs> And freaking the, all the, everybody at ringside, all all the top guys were just like, "What the hell?" Like he defended, like Wayne pinned, uh, he pinned, uh, freaking, I think it was Mister Tempest, yeah. and like freaking out, and then and somehow they like, like they smacked the referee around and then changed it over and took the belts from us. It was strange. <laughs> first, first match out was for the WWO tag team. Were you guys wrestling um, as as the Haystack Brothers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually my first gimmick for nothing. I never wrestled down there without him. Yeah. I never, I used to always go watch my cousin down there in the auditorium and stuff, but I never wrestled in Mexico without Adam. Okay. And how was your, how was the fan reaction towards you and how were the other workers? That time, I don't remember the fans, but man, we started some riots down there. We had a, we had a wait in Monterey a couple of times, man, for the, for everyone to leave and the cops had to escort us out. Uh, the workers that they're, man, especially deeper down in Mexico, they didn't know us at all. They put it to us, man. They're, they're, who's oh, Negro Casas. He would not say not one word to us. Yeah, he would not was, say not, nothing. He just went out there and started wrestling. That was in Cali, though. Oh, that was? Oh, okay. Uh, um, Negro Casas and Bastiva Savaje. Man, the one, the one night I'm talking about, no finishing, nothing. Not you one just go word. There they, and fight him. they had a separate locker room from us and everything. Like, you know, We were in the locker room, and like when our, our time came, uh, he just walked up and basically he just said, first fall, uh, second fall, you, uh, third fall, us. And <laughs> that was it. We were like, okay, what the two huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were we stiff. Just, we, you know what? We, we wrestled them three times that day because yeah. we used to wrestle three times on Sunday. So, like, uh, Sunday at uh, 12 o'clock, it would be, we'd be in Anaheim. 3.30 or so, we'd be in Hawthorne, and then 7.30, we'd be in uh, uh, Santa, Paula. Santa Paula. Santa Paula. So we wrestled them three times that day, and one day, and like uh, we had the best match. It was main event each, each show, and we did best match every each show. And actually, after that, after that, he goes, you guys come down to Mexico with me. 
Yeah, he was trying to sign us down there. I was out of problem with my passport. And that's when Mysterioso took us down there. Oh, yeah. wow. Because yeah. we were and actually going to go to CMLL with Nico Casas. And then after that, uh, he, he was going to send us to Japan, but we had problems with our passports and got, got him too late, man. And he goes, too late, man. Sorry. But damn. Oh, shit. That was a ticket. That, and that never that, that opportunity never came up again. Correct. Correct. Oh, man. Actually, when we were down there in Mexico, the first first time after we got deep down in there, uh, Vampiro, he was a good. We worked with him up here a lot, and he was really he was, he's such a good guy too, man. He we got down there and he saw us. He goes, "What the fuck are you guys doing down there?" We said, "Oh, Mister Russell brought it, brought us down here." And he was just all, "Hey, that's who brought me down here." Yeah. He's like, "Man, you're a, you're, a, you're a good guy right there, man." Yeah. yeah. Santos, enough for that guy, Santos man. Santos was the same way. Remember, like Santos seen us, and he's like, "What are you guys doing down here?" Yeah. <laughs> What do you think yeah. we're doing? <laughs> so were you were you guys fans of Lucha Libre or is it just something that you fell into and you had to learn? Or were, were oh, you guys fans. watch like old school matches? Oh, oh yeah, I was fans. I was uh, well, I used to always watch them. Especially uh because my cousin wrestled down there all the time when I was young. So I was always going with him all the Fridays and nights at, at the auditorium and I just loved it. Yeah. And being the hill was the best down there, man. We started some fights, man. Woo! Some riots. <laughs> that was so fun. Actually, our bar, our bar, Eddie Guerrero told me I was wrestling for AAA up in San Jose one time, and they, uh, and I saw I just subbed in because Jake the Snake was late or something, or I don't remember what it was, and they and I was tag teaming with them, and they were just all, "Hey man, you just gotta fucking hate all these fucking Mexicans." And Eddie told me that. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "All right." <laughs> so that's where I learned that shit from. They were oh, good guys, man. Awesome, our bar man. and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. It was a crazy time back then. That's the reason. It was that was kind of the mentality. Like I mean. Was, back in the 90s it was like the wild west of pro wrestling there wasn't a lot of cooperative things going on you know right yeah. right tell us tell us about some other uh promotions that you worked in socal and what led to you guys eventually retiring oh uh, i think everyone oh no the only one we did i didn't work for was xpw mm-hmm. was that the big one down here or at one time the bigger one yeah 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 i didn't work for that's the only one i don't think we were for they wanted us to sign contracts and they wanted us just to work exclusively like they did. We just had a lot of things going on, so we just didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. They were yeah. like, I don't know exactly what they offered, but it was just wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, were, yeah. We, would you, we just what, didn't want to work exclusively like that. So Right. So you 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 didn't really have like a home promotion. You guys were just Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess you say through. EWF and Jesse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it was just cool, and he, he, we worked for him. Not, yeah, I guess a lot, huh? Kind of. And then, then Martin, Martin WPW man. Once he started, he we were with him his first show, and he put us every week, man, out there. Yeah, yeah. He used to have a crazy schedule. That guy, like, like I said, three times on Sunday, two times on Saturday, right? And Friday nights, and then anything else we could squeeze in on the weekend. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So what ultimately made you guys like, okay, dude, it's time it's time to hang up the boots or uh, just not like the that, scene? Did the scene change? I guess me was uh having my kids, I think. My kids and then so Yeah, I'm just like man, I can't do this no more. I, mean, I ain't making no money. Because I think when we we're down in Mexico, we made like a hundred dollars a night, I think. Mm-hmm. No, we're I making I was, I don't remember. Uh, so that was like, dude, this ain't enough. So I had to go get a regular job. And actually, when I got a regular job, I, I would do it for Kurt, and mainly just Kurt only. 
And then Adam went to Vegas, and he, we he'd go to Kurt every now and then, and he kept doing it after me. Doug Anderson too, uh, cheerleader Melissa's dad, Doug. Yeah, down, those down in SoCal. Yeah, like yeah, he really good shows too. Uh, he used to fly me in from Vegas to come do those shows and stuff. So yeah. that was pretty. Do you guys think that you guys, the Haystack brothers, got the respect that they that they deserved all the years that you were in the game? You know, since oh, you yeah. were young. You know, because there's been there's a lot of tag teams that always get brought up in the SoCal scene, like the Ballard brothers and you know guys like that. But do you yeah. think like the Haystack? <laughs> you think the Haystack brothers like ever got the the props they deserved? Yes, I do. I, I feel like I did. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I mean, think Adam Adam named the Ballard brothers. Who did? Oh, yeah, he, he, he came up with their gimmick. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, not really. They they were just uh, when they first started. You know, they were doing the hockey thing, and uh, I forget what they were calling themselves. But uh, Shannon, I think I was talking to, and he goes, uh, he goes, man, we need a game for ourselves, you know. And he goes, and we're twins, and blah blah blah. And I was just like, well, what's your guys' last name? And he was all Ballard, and I go, that's got a good ring to it, <laughs> Ballard Brothers. And he goes, oh, you don't think that, that would be bad, you know, because you guys are the haystacks, you know? I go, dude. There could be as many brother tag teams as there has to be, brother. I mean, you know, Ballard's a good name. Right. That was it. And they were like, all right. <laughs> they just went with it. <laughs> Very cool. They did good for themselves, man. Did you guys matches. did you guys work a lot against each other? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, when dude. they first came out, I think it started. Yeah. A lot, man. Yeah. They yeah, were we like some... decent styles too. They were gonna just say, All right, go ahead, do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we had some match, we had some matches with those guys. They we had some drag outs those guys it was awesome good match yeah all right so tell us uh each of you um tell us what one of your favorite road stories something funny that happened something crazy that's happened you know everyone's got them so let's start with little haystacks if you can think of a let's see i think my first tour it was louis Sicoli, bill anderson bought my cousin we're in arizona for gator wolf and uh i want to say the hannah brothers and someone else uh, took the van out to go get something to eat, and it came back with a total man. It had shit all over it. For they hit a cow in the, out there in the in the dairy or something like that, and they fucked that whole thing up, man. And everybody's like, "What the fuck do we do now?" And so Dude, they, they had another ribbon van, and the next day, uh, Bill Anderson got a hold of the cops or something, and the cops came in and they ribbed them, they arrested them, and all that because they act like the like they're sacred cows and shit like that. That was so fucking funny. I'll never forget Dude, that. Those had a cow doing like seventy. <laughs> <laughs> they told They're doing like yeah. 70 miles an hour to freaking cow walks across the road and they hit it. Like, <laughs> shit everywhere, man. All over their car. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, I got one more than one. Uh, our first tour down to Mexico. Me and him, me and this guy, we're drinking some beer. We get done and uh, drink some, uh, we passed out, left our door open. Next day, Mr. Rios is kicking the bed, waking us up. He goes, What the fuck? He goes, You guys just passed out, let the door open. You're not in America. You guys would get robbed, yeah. fucking killed. He was so <laughs> pissed off at us. <laughs> he said, "Come on, we're gonna fix your hangover." And he took us to eat some freaking the worst. Uh, I guess it was good, but that wasn't called that seafood soup, seven marrow soup, oh, whatever. Shit, the mud is, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I, we. Oh, I cannot stomach that, man. But he goes, "You know, you're gonna eat it." He made it. He goes, "No, you're gonna eat it. You gotta work tonight. You're eating it." I'll All be right. honest, I feel better after I ate mine, but man, it was hard to get down because he took us into this place. And right when you walk in, they, they, this guy's chopping fish right there. This is in Monterey. He's like chopping fish, and dude, it smells so bad. It smelled like Dirty Girl or something, you know. It was, 
And that was not what we were trying to smell in there, but oh, he was so pissed off at us. He was I, pissed. I that down, and I actually felt a little better, so I'm gonna give him props on that. Yeah, yeah he didn't yeah. drink or nothing. He was straight. <laughs> what about you, Adam? Another road story that that comes to mind? Oh man, well, I always like. I just feel like I had a lot of guys messing me. Thing. I, I know I got some good ones, but uh, one that really tripped me out, though, actually. Uh, that was pretty funny is that uh, El Dandy, you know, El Dandy is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sitting there on the, on the freaking bus, we're going to like Laredo or something. And uh, I, I got another part of this story too. After, actually, yeah. actually, and uh, so we're going and this dude turns around and he looks at me and he goes, Hey, I heard you like sucking dick. And I looked at him and I go, what the fuck? I haven't one word to this dude before. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? He goes, yeah, I heard you like sucking dick. And I, that was it, man. I, I'm a verbal assassin. So the whole way to Laredo, I was just fucking with that dude as hard as I could, man. <laughs> it was funny because, like, I knew I seen him on TV all these years and I was like, jazz sitting by him and stuff, or sitting, sitting in front of me. I was just kind of marked out. And I was just like, then he just turns around and says that. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? But anyway, so we get over to uh, this. Um, there's a, there's a, like a, a weird thing it's like a checkpoint um out in the middle of freaking boonies in mexico you know like we're on the bus and these freaking guards get on the bus and they got m16s and they're fucking aiming madison shit and right over like at everybody and uh la fiera you know la fiera mm-hmm. okay so la fiera's sitting there what did he do when he like popped off to this he said some shit to the guy that guy got pissed at him. The dude with the gun, he's like jammed him, and he's like, "What'd you say, boy?" And he started yelling at him in Spanish. I was like, "We're gonna fucking die, dude!" Because this is pissed off this cop. And then they, then they got me and Wayne off the damn bus. Right, we were the only two Americans on that damn thing. So they pulled us off, and they're detaining us for a minute. And Mysterioso got off that damn thing, and me and Wayne are sitting there sweating bullets, and like, because we didn't have our passports, we didn't, and you're supposed to have licenses to wrestle and all kinds of shit down there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have any of that shit. <laughs> so like, like it goes in there and uh like he's in there for about a half hour i went yeah half hour and then he comes out and he's like get on the bus don't ask any questions and we were like (laughs) okay we jumped on that bus we were fucking out of there dude and i was like yeah that's scary that was sketchy because you know they were pointing guns at us yeah he had to like reveal himself because he at that time he wore a mask so he had to show him hey this is me this is mr also and so fucking they're like oh okay I think he yeah, told the whole bus wrestlers, like if you if you fuck us up right now, they're gonna have a show in this next town tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then we had to go to the next town and go get our tickets or something. I don't remember our license. Oh, they held, they held they held on to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, they had those guns right at our head. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, I think I want to go home. <laughs> man. Um, Man, would you not... would you guys would have stayed in Mexico if given the if you had got, if you guys had your passports yes. and stuff would you guys stayed there like to work yes because a yes. lot of Americans yeah. have made a, a big career uh, down there yeah we actually uh, I want to say Nuevas or something they were they had an apartment set up for us electric and everything for me and him we were going to pay like one hundred twenty five dollars a month total and to, to like stay there we we were, Mexico City. yeah into the town we were there you guys, are, you guys are ready. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, we were close, man. We just like, I mean, we just didn't. Uh, I just, I really feel like we just kind of missed the train. You know what I mean? We didn't just grasp it while we should have because we were good enough to do it. I mean, it just, yeah, you know, family just came first, and right, right. That's, that's under, that's understandable. 
Yeah. Man, we, you guys, man, you guys had a lot of fun while you did it, though. So, oh, hell yeah. Oh, um, what about, oh, go ahead. No, I said I love Mexico yeah. at that time. Okay, now what about, uh, uh, and you, you guys don't have to mention names if you don't want to, but uh, uh, a time when a promoter tried to stiff you or, or, or was shady or, or you know, the funniest excuse for not paying you. I'll say Gator Wolf, Gator Wolf was one. I had the little karate kid, the little midget. He took care of me all week long, man, because Gator Wolf wasn't paying, paying us for some reason. And then uh, something for Spano, I'm not going to, I don't know. Me and Cincinnati Red. We brought Sergeant Slaughter down from Kirk White show. He dropped him off in Bakersfield for WR show. Me and Kurt went, or me and uh, Red went to Lancaster to wrestle. And uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but we're we're in the ring and freaking have it, this place is sold out. And we're in the middle of the match in, in the ring. And, and my wife comes up and she goes, hey, uh, the promoter just left with the cash box because everybody's already watching him. And uh, so me and Ray said, "What the fuck?" We said, "Fuck this!" We just walked out of the out of the match, and freaking, we drove to that guy's house, and we we were at his house for 24 hours, man. We got like a band from the city. Everything, the cops came out. You're not allowed to be here. I go, "This guy owes us like 500 bucks." And he's like, "No, you can't be here." Fucking red man, red, red. somebody for less, dude. Trust and believe. <laughs> red, red, red man, red is on that guy. Man, Yokozuna's like, "I told you guys, get your money." Yeah, get your money first. I think Adam got stiff by Gator Wolf too. Yes, I did. I almost had to pimp out my old lady just to get home. <laughs> Don't you up, you. Don't get up. Not a lot. Get a brand new Yeah, we made like fifty bucks a night for Gator Wolf, huh? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was seven days or whatever, fourteen days, whatever it was. Yeah, you That's when I, my first tour was with the uh, Superfly Snooker too. That guy was so nice. Mm. Him and his son. Him and his son. So you guys, you guys worked a lot with Red, right? Did you guys train yes. with him as well? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Actually, he gave me credit for giving him his first wrestling lesson. So, but I didn't know shit either. He just happened to show up at the Severino Arena when I happened to be in there training. I think I was there for like two weeks or less, and he came in and started talking to me about it. I didn't know him from all in the wall, and uh, that was my first meeting with him. But. I basically showed him how to do like a three quarter roll. It's about all I know how to do. <laughs> I was like, I can do a three quarter, and that's about it. <laughs> I didn't know shit. Man. What has been the um? What about a crazy fan interaction? You know, I'm sure in Mexico you're talking about riots, but has there been any other times when the fan was either trying to fight you for reals or trying to get in the ring or? Oh, yeah. uh, he has one in, in Laredo, huh? Oh like, yeah. Or oh yeah. Well, no, it was that street fight, like a. Uh, we were wrestling Damien and uh, Halloween in a, in a street fight because we were getting crazy because they wanted us to get crazy. So, like, we did a street fight with those guys. And it was in that bullfighting arena in Laredo, Mexico. I don't know. Are you familiar with that building? No. No? no. It's a freaking crazy-ass huge building. It's huge. weird. Like, you get off the get off the tour bus. Like, the first time we seen it, it was weird because, like, you get off the tour bus, right? Like, you're – so that all the guys, all the boys started walking up this dirt road. And we were like, where the hell are these guys going? And, like, they – uh so they start walking down this dirt road and like all the kids from the houses like on the street start coming out and like literally like everybody in this in their houses piled out onto the streets because they knew the wrestlers were coming and so like we're me and wayne just looking at each other going where the fuck are we going why are we walking like can we get a car or something like you know and we get on the road a little bit and you walk up over these like train tracks and there's this big ass building it looks like a giant three-layer cake just sitting out in the middle of the dirt like 
And we looked at each other, we were like, dude, that building is huge. It kind of reminded me of like Coliseum or something in like Rome, but like there was nothing out there. It was in the middle of dirt. Yeah. So we were like, whoa. Oh, wow. Anyway, we went to the locker room that night, and when we came back out, like, you walk out of that building, and you walk outside to get some air, and as far as you can see, there was cars. I mean, that's, I don't know how many people that building held, but it was a lot. Probably about 10,000, between ten and 15,000 people. Hey, get to the fan. Get to where the fan can dress. Or... Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> fighting with Damien out there in this damn match, and, uh, like, I was uh, fighting with him, and then all of a sudden, I chin-checked myself. Like, my chin just hit my chest. Wham, somebody just socked me in the back of the head. Oh shit! And I was pissed, and so I fucking turned around, and the first guy that was right there, I dropped his ass, bam! And then all of a sudden, I started getting chairs and fists and all kinds of shit flying at me. So I started grabbing these little Corona chairs, and I just started whipping these Corona chairs at the fans, and they just started stampeding backwards, and people were getting crushed. And fucking Damien grabs me and he goes, "Get the fuck back over the guardrail right now!" Like, okay, so I fucking dove back in there. Got the fuck out of that, man, because like I'm telling you, I was getting attacked by like 20 people. You know, you can't. That's the rule, you know. If somebody touches you like that, you you have to fight back. If you go back to the back and the boys let you see, let somebody get over on you like that, they'll kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about you, Wayne? I don't know. I can't remember none. I'm sure I've been where they spit on me and all that shit. I used to talk a lot of shit when I was freaking, especially Rudo man, man, a lot of shit. I can't remember none. I, I don't remember any fans attacking. No, me neither. I remember one when we being him wrestling each other in Compton, and uh, he went to do a tope, and a fan pushed me. Oh, me uh, and he goes, Adam goes over my head, and I hit his legs, and he does a fucking b- bump on the oh. outside. Oh, Back off into the third row of chairs while I'm <laughs> I was bleeding so badly like somebody shot me in the fucking head. Yeah, Backdrop into the third row of chairs. That fucking sucks. What about any embarrassing stories? Anything uh, embarrassing that's ever happened to you at the ring or during a match? Oh, shit. Uh, mm. Well, I can tell one real quick. I was, uh, me and Bobby were wrestling and uh, together, we were tag team for some reason on this one show and uh, Bobby jumps in the ring, you know, and he's, ah, you know, and I'm coming down and I get up on the ring. And so I go to jump over the top rope and Bobby comes and hits the ropes right when I'm jumping over it, pulled the rope on me and I went, but bank and I fell right into the damn ring. <laughs> like, Nobody saw that, right? Nobody saw that. <laughs> Actually, that we, just did a, we just did a, we just did a, not just did, but when we read passed away, we did a, like a memorial match for him, whatever. We did a run in on Jesse's show. Then we did another one for Bart, but I'm, I'm running in into the ring <laughs> I freaking just stiffed myself on the apron. Boom! <laughs> I couldn't see with my glasses on, and I just tore my whole knee up, my whole shin. I was like, oh, fuck, that hurt so bad. <laughs> get in the room. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, we made that. So we went in there, and we kicked the shit out of, out, of, out of this little guy. He was so pissed off at us. We just did a run-in, and me and Adam got in there and just fucking bumped the fuck out of this kid, and he was so pissed off. <laughs> was a little mad. It was just, I don't know. I think he was just a little mad because you know Jesse wanted us to go out there and make a little statement, so we were like, "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah. So uh, just winding, winding down, winding down a little bit here. Um, all these years that you were in the business, what what was one of the things that you found disappointing, disappointing about your whole either career or things about the business that you're like, "Man, I wish that could have been different." Oh, that's a good one. Man, probably a lot of the wear and tear on the body. 
You know what I mean? Should I need that. That's, that got pretty bad. Should listen to the old timers. He's always telling me, stop doing that, kid. Stop doing that. I don't know nothing. Uh, uh, stupid, man. Should have listened to him. Now my knees, I've already had a couple knee surgeries, man. My back. I just felt indestructible back in the day, I guess. You know. I remember the time we used to, because well, we used to do WWF too, you know what I mean? We used to wrestle in WWF. You, uh, did you ever get a hold of any of that stuff? I thought you no. said you sent one, two, three kid thing or No, no, I said I was looking for it. Oh. Remember that? I was kid, and he gave him he gave him twenty bucks after their match. Oh, uh, like, What's this for? He goes, man, he, he goes, you did a good job. I said, what the fuck? Then I went out there, and next you know, my name was on the board. It was like three, four times for that night. And I was like, what the hell? And uh, what was that? Was it Steve Hardy or Steve Lombardi? He was like oh, a personal jobber. Lombardi. Yeah, he came out there and he started telling somebody, what the fuck is this kid up here for? And I'm not on there one time. What the fuck? I was like, whatever. <laughs> same amount of money. I don't care. So did you were, you were you guys doing like tryouts or dark matches or, or what what was that experience? Talk to us about the experience at WWM. Oh, we used to do uh what we used to do the druid thing. We used to do uh we used to do uh I don't know if we did dark matches, but we were I was actually we used to do like live because when uh Raw and uh WCW were like fighting each other, you know, it was live. So like I remember it was a little bit kind of nerve-wracking because they would tell us, okay, there ain't no second takes on these kids. You know what I'm saying? You got to go out there and do it right. I think the first time I wrestled live was doing that handicap match against Bundy with Raven. Oh. Bundy and, uh, it was like Stockton or something at the college. My first time up there was, uh, was that, in Oakland with the. Uh, that's when Steve Rosano wrestled uh, Justin Bradshaw and he gave him a fucking oh, clothesline off. Oh my God. Yeah, Dude, he that. fucking rang that guy's bell. And fuck, I remember asking Rosano later on. How was that? He was there fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were pretty uh, mean. Like, I mean, uh, I was wrestling um, men on a mission on in South Padre Island, Texas, and that was the only time I've ever been knocked out in the ring. I was wrestling uh, men on a mission, and Mabel, yeah. like, you remember they used to do that gimmick where like they shoot you the turnbuckle, and then Mo would grab him and swing him around, and he'd go back, and then he'd swing him around again and shoot him in, and like he'd just come in and do like the Vader thing on you. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, he came running. And just went, <laughs> and I mean, I never heard so many bones in my body crack at one time. It was insane. And then I just remember waking up, holding the middle rope, and my head was straightening in the ring, and I was out. I, but I woke up with my head in the ring and my my hand still holding the middle rope, and I was just like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> Knocked me clean out. Of it. That was crazy. Yeah. What about you? Uh, any memories from uh, WWF? No, just or I remember none of us wanted to draw uh, Vader. All of us were all body Donna's and I think Sonny gave you a kiss on your head or something, didn't you? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. I remember. Oh yeah, because well, what, what was his her husband? Chris Canito? Yeah. Yeah. He fucking stepped the fuck out of me, and I was like, "What the fuck, man?" And fucking uh, uh Bruce Pritchard or what was it? Danny Barton, son of Pritchard. He was easy, but oh, freaking Canito kicked the fuck out of me. And then uh, yeah, that was San Diego. You were all happy because Sonny slapped you. Uh, uh, Sonny <laughs> slapped you. I'm so happy. <laughs> I wrestled Mark Miro that night actually in San Diego Sports Arena. I wrestled Mark Miro that night and I, I got to meet Sable that night. That was the first time I met Sable. No. That was the first time she started, I think, too. Yeah, Sable hot. So I, was, yeah. I think, man, I mean, we made pretty good money with him. It was like 250 a night. You just walk up to Arnold, Arnold, or is it Arnold Scullin? Yeah, with his like one foot cigar. Yeah, yeah. You walk up to him, he goes, All right, here you go, give me a receipt. 
He's sitting there, Arnold Poole, and he's sitting there with a big ass cigar, and his lawyer be sitting there with a briefcase just stacked with money, just stacked. Yeah. And he'd be like, "All right, kid, you want your money?" <laughs> <laughs> and sign your shit. Yeah. All the boys will sign too because they got twenty five dollars for house shows. So they're yeah. doing a house show or a TV tape, and they got twenty five bucks. They dress down their way for their twenty five. Yeah. Well, any, anything else you guys want to say in closing? Anybody you want to, you know, shout out to? What are you guys up to now? Are you guys involved in the business at all anymore? No, I'm no, not at all. Been thinking about going down and uh, been getting kind of yacked at because we don't like share our, you know what I mean, with uh, people. So like, been thinking about starting to go down to school hard knocks, start, you know, just down there advising, just you know, coming around, getting the ring a little bit. Knees are just all busted up nowadays. That's my problem, you know. I didn't want to. I mean, you got to know when to bow out because if we can't do our thing the way we did it before, like we don't really want to. You know what I mean? Right. The rest of the crazy. Hard. We don't, don't want to mess that up. Are you guys a fan of the of the scene nowadays? No. I, I can't tell you last time I watched it. I like AEW. Okay. If I'm at if I'm at his house or whatever, he'll make me watch it. Work with her there, so. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Nah, Japan, you know, he doesn't watch wrestling. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you, uh, Haystack Brothers, for being part of Indie Handshake. Uh, like I said, this is your first podcast, so uh, you know, I hope that I hope that it was what you hoped for. Any other last yeah. words you want to say before we log off? Mm, shit, no. no. I was happy to have it. It's a pleasure to be on here with you, though, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Right on. You well, thank you for watching. What's that? Give a shout out to Kurt White for us. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Styles. I'll tell you, Jason Styles, Styles. You said what's up. I'm sure Jason's yes. watching oh, right yeah, now. Styles, for sure. yeah. If Jason is watching right now, thank you for watching Indie Handshake. I've been Jesus Cruz with the Haystacks Brothers. We'll watch you next time. <laughs>